Hey you bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin Ie and Merlin, and we have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular. Oh my gosh, we have the cutest co-host today. We are now by three we have three co-hosts on this podcast as of today. Our third co-host, Merlin, is just he's just yipping and he just wants his voice to be heard, and that is to- totally okay. And he will make sure he's heard. So what are your, are you hearing it in your AirPods and then you're just speaking into your laptop? Yep. Oh, great. Okay. I'll just have to increase your volume, increase your. Yeah. Cause I'm probably not going to be facing my laptop the whole time, but. We'll, and definitely we'll not as, not as loud as me. Loud as can no. be. How's it going? I happy Thursday. I'm glad it's Thursday. This week has been long, though. It's like dumb long. I thought it went kind of fast. Well, you've been with a cute dog. What's the hair situation now? Sort of. What's your hair plan? What's your hair plan? I'm just gonna let it go for now, and did you do anything to it, or is it just fading? No, it's just the the purple that I got in was only supposed to last like twelve washes. It definitely lasted longer than that because it was like I don't mind it. How oh, it it's just now. dark now. It's just like kind of. Yeah. I think I'll just let it grow out a little bit, and then I'll cut it off, and then the top yeah, will be gone. It's short anyway. I do have like more permanent purple, but um, I think I'm gonna keep that for later, at a later date, you later days. Never know. I sent purple pictures of my trip to my grandma, and I was like, sure, she was gonna email back, like, oh, yeah. what's going on with your hair? But she didn't even say anything. I don't even think she noticed. <laughs> That's um, the problems. So you've been sending intermittent texts this week. That's like, what do you think about midnights? Like, has your opinion changed on midnights? So does that mean that your opinion has changed on midnight since our last hour and a half long podcast? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm. This is sort of what's happened for the past few albums. Like, I start to like it more. Not that I'm like, oh, I now love this song so much that I didn't like before, but I'm starting yeah. to like. Yeah, I don't know. You just like adjust to them, I guess. It takes a second. Like it's not, she doesn't have music that you listen to one time and it's like, oh my God, that's amazing. There's so many intricate details in each song. And mm-hmm. that's like what her little, like that's her strategy. Like and she I has think so you just, many. Like, you start to appreciate it more and more. Well, and honestly, it's hard to get the words down. For the first yeah. couple times. Oh, and that's, I always like songs more when I can like sing along with them. Right. But even the chorus of each song, like, isn't always the same. Like you really, and like question, which is what I love. And I've like literally had to practice. You have to like, <laughs> it's hard. Like, yeah, that's can I ask you one. a question? And she to... doesn't, I mean, I don't really know music that well, but like, I feel like she does, she does really weird, like offbeat things. Like, it is offbeat. Weird, some of them yeah, I'm like, are you, did you mean to do that? Like it's it's not the cadence not that you would expect. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Get out the metronome on this podcast. Let's get it. Literally. She does things on like off beat. I don't know. I'm sure somebody out there knows. She's beaten to her own drum. Um, I saw on TikTok, I guess. I never knew this, but for every album that she's released, she releases like sheet music for it. Oh, so people could play it like on the piano. Yeah, like she'll even do. Um, oh, hello. Hi. She'll honey. even 
like Taylor's version. She did one for like Fearless and read Taylor's version. I'm sure she makes people pay for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a. Remember when we were trying to find the sheet music for our audition? And it, it was, was like, always so hard. We only we could only pay for like one sheet of the whole song or right. something. Like make music accessible to people. Like what are you gaining? I get that like artists feel like they don't get paid enough, but like what about it being accessible for people, you know? Like Taylor Swift, like stop charging people a dollar twenty five for your goddamn stupid remixes. Like people nobody are cares. Now that these are gonna be like additional ticket boosts. If you buy those, I don't have the time nor the bandwidth, honest to God. It's sort of leading up to, you know, the tour tickets next week. Why am I feeling more and more like we're not going to get tickets? Like, why am I? Don't say that. (laughs) Don't say that. I'm just like, everybody is trying to get these tickets. You know, like, they they sell out that stadium for a damn football game. Like, this is Taylor Swift. There's like, so there's... I guess if we didn't get the pre-sale, but we'll get the Capital One. Right, but it'll just be later in the day. But then there's also, they literally have a general sale days when? later. When's that? It's like the eight, it starts the 18th. Do you think there's going to be any fucking seats left See, at the that's general? that's what I was worried about last, and there were, I remember for Reputation, like I feel like this one's a little different maybe, but yeah. like... Her reputation, they still there were still seats left because I think we got the pre-sale, and I think there were still seats left later. So I think okay. we'll be fine. Okay, we'll be fine. There are a lot of shows. I also say... I feel like since we're willing to get like I do want to strategize a bit with you about mm-hmm. we need to look at the seating chart and decide. When we get those emails on Monday, then we need to have need to a have serious a like a strategy. Yeah, yeah, because it'll depend on what's like what shows we've even gotten. What would your initial strat like have you seen the diagram? Yeah, I wanna be in that in that section like right behind kind of to the left a little bit. What do you mean behind? Like the stage is here, like over here. You want to be behind the stage? Because what they're saying is it's going to be a long stage and she'll walk up this way and walk back this way. And so if you're behind a little bit, it'll be cheaper and she'll walk right up to you. Do you think you'll still be able to see the whole stage? I think she's not going to make any seat in the building not be able to see the whole performance. Yeah. And I don't think that people will go for those ones as much. That's where we're going to sit in Lizzo this weekend, like kind of like right behind the stage, but you're still going to be able to see it and you're going to be able to be a closer. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. we're We're too old to be standing. I'll tell you that. Like we're too old to be in the- Well, no, I want like- I want a chair. Yeah, like we are going to be not in, in seats. I'm not in the mosh pit. I don't really even want to be in on the field. I want to be up. Oh, uh, I thought we you were You want to be on the field? I thought that's what we were going for. Well, but like, I just feel like the field is like so close and you, you have to be craning your neck the whole time. And it's just like too many people. Yeah. The point of those stadiums is so that people can sit up and still be able to see everything. 
Like it's not necessarily built for like seats on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think her last, she had like, well, because the last one she had like the middle stage and then she had two stages on the side for reputation. And right. Then she she walks also, down this way and then she walks to the left and to the right. And then she also did dedicated songs from further back, which was cool because she was actually pretty, we were far and she was pretty close to us when she did those, which was cool. Well, that's what she did in 1989. If we could remember it, she literally got on that thing and was like out in the middle of everything. Taylor, Taylor Allison Swift could have been sitting in my lap and I would have had no idea. <laughs> she was with you in the bathroom. She handed you a tampon underneath the she stall. <laughs> She let me use her lip gloss. Hey, girl. <laughs> That's actually who stole my earring. She Taylor. lost an earring, and I gave I gave her mine. Hi. She lost a scarf, and she Whoa. took your earring. Yeah. Um, I, well, where do where would you like to sit? I don't know. I need to like I need to look at the diagram. I definitely do not want to be standing room only. I thought maybe like floor could be cool, but I do like the idea of being like the first section and then you're like a little at an upward angle. We need a little bit of vertical. Yeah. Because if we're on the same level as everybody else, it we're going to have to hold our phone all the way up to see anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did she officially release what the stage is going to look like or are those all no. fake? I don't think, I mean, they are like on Ticketmaster, and I guess like, I saw, I get all my information on TikTok, obviously, right. but I saw like they initially released, it was on like the Heinz Field one. And then I guess it's been popping up for other stadiums. It's like they did it the same thing for other stadiums with whatever their stadium looks like. I wonder if when you receive the code, she'll also show you what the seating chart looks like. I maybe. Hope, I hope we would be able to go in and like look. Yeah, and I, think I thought somebody would... scheduled a meeting at 10 a.m. on next Tuesday, and I like went to look at it, and it was it's at 1 p.m. Eastern time, 10 a.m. my time, so it's it's fine because we'll be oh, no, I'm, getting I'm, ours. It's 10 a.m. Eastern. I know the meeting is at 1 p.m. Eastern, oh, 10 a.m. Oh, like, oh shit, be real. This is why it's so hard to to keep up with the back and forth. Okay, here, let's get this going here. What should I have up here? Maybe Johnny Depp. Nah, not Johnny Depp. Selena Gomez, maybe. Selena Gomez. Are you going to get Merlin in yours? Oh, my God. I can't stand these freaking... Oh, my face. Like, oh. <laughs> rough. Merlin. Oh, geez. Mine is rough, too. It's, like, so close up to your body. I swear, it literally, it zooms out <laughs> that and then zooms in on your face. That didn't even work. Merlin. Okay, I'm just doing it. It's fine. After you take, like, one or two takes, it's just, like, whatever. This is B-Rail. It's going to be fine. Oh, God. Mine literally is free toe pick. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> <laughs> it looks like my sock. Rock'em sock'em. Oh, that's... <laughs> Kev, that's a nice fade. Oh, did I... It, like, focused on your microphone. Oh, yeah, and then it says you can see Kardashians behind. Oh, that's a God, nice it's shot. Just, 
Just such a bad angle. Okay, anyways, let's get back to, to brass tacks here. So we're going to get the code for the Ares tour on Monday night, and then Tuesday's the big day. And you know what is so interesting about that day, i.e.? Hmm. That's Grammy's day. Oh, really? That's the day all the Grammys are announced. So she's literally stealing all the thunder from the Grammys in a well, year that she probably wouldn't be, even know. She's not eligible for anything. Well, Red Taylor's version is eligible. Oh, I hope it doesn't get nominated. And I'm pretty sure that all something all too well is probably going to win like soundtrack or track or whatever that she likes with that. Right. But Long still, she's gone. she's not winning album of the year because she didn't put out like a big new album. You know what I want to say? I think that it's so interesting. I can't see you anymore. I it's so Sorry. interesting. Does that mean you're on a different tab, not listening to me? Probably. Um, I think that overall, Lover is a better album than Midnight's. But I think that the world is like more ready for Midnight's than it was for Lover. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, why did Lover do so poorly in 2019? I I don't know why, but, like, I think over... Because she released a shit single. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was... The promo was annoying. Like, that was... It was literally, you know, Taylor Swift, Kids Bop era. Yeah. And the world just didn't want that. Like, you... It was such a rough trip. It was, like, reputation, snakes, dark, blah, blah, blah. And then that... It's like the the overall album is so good. It's so good. Even you need to calm down. Like it's not the best song ever, but that would have been a better lead single than It's me. pretty good, yeah. When so. they what's that one remix that they have where it goes from a song of midnight's into I think he knows. I think it's like is it Karma or something? But it's like I think I it's think Lavender Haze, thank you. I think he knows is so much better than Lavender Haze. Like I think he knows is a good song, and like they sound, they Death do by sound a, very similar. Death by a Thousand Cuts is like very similar to Question. Like they're just like it. There are better songs on Lover, in my opinion, but it's so much about the climate of the day, I guess, and like more people were able to resonate with this album. I don't know. I don't know. I do think she. I mean. I think her, her promo, promo for Midnight's was pretty annoying. It was annoying. And it was more of the stupid, like, mysterious shit. Like, Lover was more straightforward. I think, I think you're people, right. People were also, like, there was so much time in between her. Like, she hadn't released. Well, I, oh, I keep forgetting about Folklore and Evermore. <laughs> you're like, I she always... hasn't released anything. <laughs> Well, like, I think I made this point last time. Like, the last album she actually promoted for a long time that was new was Lover. Lover, yeah. Well, so, you were right in that people don't want her to be happy. They want her to be, like, vindictive and they love People mad. love that Midnight's, like, they want to know what these songs are about. Yeah. Like, like we Lover, we knew sure. they were like, all about freaking Joe. Right. Like people know, oh, these are about sleep. Like we're going to learn these secrets about Taylor that she's yeah. buried in these songs. Like people are like her crazy fans are excited about that stuff. Okay. I'm officially putting the cap on Taylor Swift for today because we're going to talk about her next week when we get the tickets or don't get the tickets. And we've already <laughs> talked about her for an hour and a half. So we're done Wish with Taylor. 
put her in the. Good. I'm gonna put some good out into the world this week so that I have some. We have some good karma. Karma, yeah. Karma's my boyfriend. Karma's a god. Karma is the my, the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Like it's just so good. Anyways, oh I fucking oh. <laughs> I think I that's one that of her song. top ten best songs. Karma. It's it's I a good it. song. Yeah. It's like okay. an instant mood boost. So before this, I I'm all caught up with the Kardashians, and I literally so much has changed about I over the past six months. But one is that she now hates the Kardashians, so that is just like an interesting development for all of us. I refuses to watch season two, so I don't know. Defend yourself, I.e. I'm not defending myself because I'm not watching it. Why aren't you watching it? That's what I mean. It's... Defend your choice to not watch it. I don't know. Like, I watched the first two episodes and it didn't really suck me in. Well, so, I'm all caught all... up and I watched the most recent episode. And similar to what they did with SNL last season, they're doing that same thing with the Met Ball. Like, everything's leading up to the Met Ball. I have a few comments. One, um, Kylie would have looked so much better at the Met Ball without that dumb backwards baseball cap she looked you mean you think the rest of her outfit was fine yeah she was in the show like with her hair down and this big it's like a nice gown she would have looked so much better without it um chloe has told us a million times that she's been invited to the met gala before like okay chloe we get it sure just chose not to go yeah that's what she's saying i i was invited before and i chose not to go i think travis barker has a mental disability <laughs> like what sorry I he just literally they're in italy and he's like he leans over to clo- to um what's her name courtney and he's like um uh, what are we gonna get and she's like we're gonna get um tortellini to share and then he's like did you get us a glass of wine babe and she like gets them a glass of wine to share like they literally have one glass of wine one entree together to share and he's like babe i love this so much it's so good you knew exactly what i wanted and then he turns around and he goes babe what day is it and she's like and he's literally looking at his phone he literally has his phone in his hand and he's she's like oh it's may 11th or something whatever around the met ball and he's like, thanks, babe. Like, you know, I don't like know these kind of things. And then she turned, all of her friends are sitting around like, what is going on? Oh, it's not just them. No, it's either. a table full of people. And she goes, it's so funny. Like, he just like doesn't plan things. Like, he just like gets so worked up with like our schedule and stuff. And I just like, I'm happy for Courtney, whatever. But at the same time, I want us to all to remember that Courtney said she could not film because of her kids. And now she's in these episodes. With, she's a big she, part of it, right? She's in Italy. She's in wherever. She's at Pooh. She's there's no kid to be fucking seen. We mm. saw the kids in the first season a little bit, but there there are no kids. She does. She could care less about those fucking kids. Like that right. was the biggest. The reason she wanted to stop filming was because she has nothing good going on in her life. But now she does. So now she'll film. Yeah, she had, I mean, she thought like, oh, Poosh, like Poosh was her big business idea, but she really didn't, like her big personal struggle was like her relationship with Scott and now he's out of the picture. And I think she was tired of like airing that out. And now it's just like, but now the thing is, there's nothing exciting about her and Travis. They are just in love, you know, like they're getting married. That's like the, what do you, did you not like the short dress? Her short wedding dress she wore in Italy. It. I think it fit their like theme, though. 
apparently they showed the whole scene like uh dolce i think it's literally dolce like he like sculpted that on her like he was like the one doing it's like that yeah and like he he used some of the inspiration from his wedding for their wedding and stuff like it's very cool seeing the behind the scenes but i just think like oh now all of a sudden she wants to be this big part on this show because she basically in this whole episode they can't show anybody else because they're all in the courtroom with black china and she's the only one not named in that so she was like basically the star of this episode she wasn't part of it So I do have a little people article here. Kardashians joke Black China ruined Courtney's wedding fitting, drove Chris to a two martini night. While the Kardashian Jenner struggled with the stress of the then ongoing trial, Kim Kardashian admitted that she found it to be all fascinating. Black China's defamation lawsuit against the Kardashian Jenners impacted the famous family in more ways than one. Thursday's episode of the Kardashians picked up as the ending of the trial loomed, and right as Courtney Kardashian was visiting Milan to try on her wedding dress. Though Courtney would have liked her family to be by her side for the fitting, she revealed to a group of friends that they were unable to attend because of the ongoing trial in Los Angeles. Da, 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 da. Um I'm absolutely mentally, spiritually, physically tired. This is Chris. Tired from the trial, tired from being in the courthouse all day, every day. Tired of thinking about this. It's exhausting, so it's definitely a two-martini night, maybe three. Because the trial was actually 10 days long. Oh, wow. Um, Elsewhere, Kim, Kylie, and Chloe also spoke about the impact of the trial. For Kim, who has been pursuing law, the trial served as an exciting learning experience. I've been taking notes during this trial. It was so interesting to see you have to follow the proper process in order to get evidence submitted. Like, Kim, you don't know that? Like, it's definitely right, really scary. That's what scary. you learn when you go to law school, probably. <laughs> it's definitely really scary. I've never really been through a full trial where I'm up for something. It's just fascinating to be living it and learning it from it at the same time. There's no chance I'm missing this. This is what I live for. So she doesn't seem really worried about it. Um, and then Kai, Chloe is panicking. She, she's panicking about the Met. She's panicking about the verdict. The fact are the facts. And the fact is that uh, we're in a trial. Oh my gosh, sorry. She doesn't speak like a normal person. The facts are the facts. But the fact that we're in a trial blows my mind. Now we're just trusting 12 people that are going to decide. That's why I'm nervous. She's like, she has such issues. Um, as we know, the verdict of that was that they were found not guilty of, you know, defaming China in May. Kim was eventually dropped from the defamation suit before a jury found the Kardashian-Jenner family not guilty of defaming China in May. No monetary damages were awarded to the model. Like, sorry, Black China. Did you I can't see? They let the trial even go that long. Like, how was that even such a big well, deal? I think it was a PR moment, you know? I, I yeah, think they right. probably could have made it less, but I don't know. Did you see the Dumois post that they're going to launch Rob in the third season? Yeah, they're going to. I think that's a smart idea. I agree. Yeah, where has he been? Get people him out there. It, and that's going to be a great, like, draw people in. Maybe that they probably, like, put him in the dark for so long just to have this opportunity to bring him back. Well, and then it's going to be like, maybe there's going to be some drama about why he never wanted to be a part of it. And like, you know, we never get like there behind the scenes. Like, how do they talk to Rob? Like they, we know how they all talk to each other, but it's like, 
And he lit. We looked that one time, but like where they all live, right? Like very he close to close. them. Yeah. yeah. Like they must be hanging out all the time. They must just have to like turn the cameras off while they're there. I just like in my head, I feel like everyone hates Dream. She's like the reject cousin. Yeah. I well, as we've said multiple times, she's the only one carrying on the Kardashian name, so we gotta Which technically live her she's up. the elite. Yeah. She's the elite cousin. They should be bowing down to her if they ever want to be on the the young Kardashians, the new Hulu special coming in 2025. I also want to say I love the North Kim TikTok account. I'm sorry, Ayu, that I send you every single one, but I'm literally like no, obsessed. I love it. And you like the one day like I clicked on it and I was scrolling back for about a half an hour. She did you see today she was getting uh, whose birthday is it? Somebody's birthday and she's getting their birthday present together. It's Dream's North birthday. Is. is it Dream's birthday? Yeah, yeah. it's Dream's birthday. She's getting Dream's birthday present together. Like, oh it's fantastic. God. And her editing is so, it's always sped up. Like, oh. if she's, it's like, rah, 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 How does like, she do that? I literally want to, she needs to have a TikTok class because I don't know how to even do and that And then stuff. the one girl who's on there a lot must be like her babysitter. Well. Do you, do you know who that is? I thought that people were saying that that, that Selena Gomez's sister is on there sometimes. There's a friendship between Selena Gomez's younger sister and uh, Poosh, I think. Oh, huh. I don't know. She's just like, there were a few videos that she was there, like when North was going to bed. Oh, so it must be her nanny. Like, yeah. Her, yeah, I think it's her nanny. She's like a blonde girl. I don't know. But so in the I'm last like, episode really of Kardashians. They went to this. Oh, they're going. They went to Miami and they did a bunch of throwbacks to like Courtney and Chloe taking Miami. And um, the other thing is they're so out of touch. Like they talk about their private planes like way too much. Like Kendall calls calls it her PP, her private plane. And she was bored in Vegas and just flew her PP home. Like she just didn't want to be there anymore. Let's not call it PP. That's what she calls it. And. Anyway, so Kim went to this event in Miami with Chloe, and then Chloe was like trying to party and drink and stuff. And Kim was literally just on her phone in, on in the other room, and Chloe's like yelling at her, drunk, like "Come on, let's go party!" And Kim is like, "I'm approving photos for the shoot. Like I'm like they literally sit down after every like outing and approve different photos to like be posted on their Instagram. Like same, I want to do the same thing. Yeah. And I have zero <laughs> followers, and just the fact that." Kim would allow North to post these like kind of unscripted TikToks is like so crazy. Seeing it's that, very like, like behind the scenes, like raw footage. Like of Kim does not lives. look very good in some of them. Like she's, yeah. I mean, it's and just like that video of, views. that's why when she went, oh, they have comments turned off. Well, it's just like when North went live and Kim was literally like in bed. Like, <laughs> She definitely caught up TikTok and was like, we're getting a child lock on this, like, no live. So I also saw that recently, I think it was like yesterday, Chloe posted in this Skims bodysuit and Kim also posted in the same Skims bodysuit. Like, there was definitely a mix-up of posting schedules yeah. on that one. They have some um, cute stuff out recently. Skims. What do you think about the disco line? It's fun. Yeah. I don't know where I'd wear it. I already well, went why, to the disco party, I'm confused. But... Is it now no longer? Are you supposed to wear it by itself? I thought you were supposed to wear skims underneath things. No, some of it's like actual clothes. Like ready to wear. Yeah. Like some of it is like 
it's still like comfier stuff, but it's like body suits and like I think those are like body suits. It's like, but the one that they were wearing yesterday is like all the way down to their feet. Like it's like a full, it's like, looks like a swimsuit. Like it literally looks like a full body swimsuit. I don't know. Would you wear something like that? Like, where are you going to wear that? Out in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know where like normal people would wear stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like, they assume um, it's for people who live in LA and just like wear ridiculous stuff. Yeah, like Christine Quinn. Um, I was talking about Selena Gomez earlier and I want to get back into her documentary because oh, yeah. we both watched it and I have a little article about about the Taylor Swift comment in it all. But how did you overall think about the documentary? I liked My it. My Mind and Me. I did think it had a very like sort of similar vibe to Demi's documentaries for sure. She, well, and now it's coming out. Did you see that thing where she gave Demi the Camp Rock thing? So, like, yeah. I think like there's she definitely... like, oh, I would have gotten it, but, like... They're not friends, but they're not, like, enemy. They're kind of competitors, I would say. Like, they're I Disney always, stars. Like, I always, like, associated them with each other. Well, they look very similar, kind of. Like, they both have yeah. dark hair. They're both singers, Disney, like... Selena could have been in Camp Rock. Like, she could have been another character or something. Um, I thought it was it. Like, my overall, like, she, she, like, clearly has a lot of mental health struggles and stuff. But she seems, she seems like she's a really good person and, like, people really like her. Yeah, maybe. I no? don't know. I, no, I left To it... me, she seemed very, like, down to earth. I don't know. She seemed almost a little mean to me. She was kind of mean to her friend Raquel. See, I didn't like, I thought Raquel was a bitch. Well, people don't like Raquel, but if I were Selena's friend, I would be saying the same thing Selena, that Raquel is saying. Raquel was basically like, you have the choice to do what you want to do and you're choosing the wrong things. Yeah. She's like, you know what makes you feel good. The thing is, here's the overall thing, is that Selena Gomez does not like performing. It's just like Chloe. Like, it's hard to get up in front of people and deal with well, the criticism. every single – I she's so, like, monotone. Like, I don't understand Selena. how she's she – can, She can also, like, bear – she talks like this with her mouth. Well, like, it's gotten much worse. I think yeah. this was well, starting to film in 2016. Yeah. now If she, she did barely, it now – she has this tiny mouth that she like barely opens and she's just talking like this. Well, and then and only murders in the building. That's exactly how she talks. Yeah. And then she like, she never like, I don't know how she's an actress because she can barely like, she's always so monotone. And right. then she does these interviews that she doesn't want to be at. And like, she was kind of snippy with some of oh my god that one that she was like i don't even know why i'm doing this like this yeah. is so stupid and then she comes out and then she's like upset because it's like beneath her this is what i'm saying like i think she acts the part of a nice girl because of disney and barney and stuff but i really don't think she's that and this whole comment i'm sorry this comment i know you don't think francia Reza is like a big person but that's a weird comment to say taylor swift is my only friend in the industry Right. Oh, did she mean like music or like just like Hollywood? Let's see here. Selena Gomez made fans go, aw, last week. Okay, Billboard, get out of here. When she called Taylor Swift her only good friend in the entertainment industry. 
But there was one person who didn't seem to think it was as cute as everyone else did. Francia Reza, the actress who donated her kidney to the Lose You to Love Me singer in 2017, appeared to feel a little left out by Gomez's comment and reacted in a way many interpreted to be shady on Sunday, November 6th. Oh, and then she clapped back on Sunday, November 6th. Sorry I didn't mention every person I know. The 30-year-old only murders in the building star commented on a TikTok by a creator who had summarized the drama for her followers, pointing out that Reza was no longer following Gomez on Instagram. Well, that's like so contradict. Like you being like, oh, sorry I didn't mention everyone I know, but you said Taylor Swift's your only, only. friend in the business. Right. So that doesn't make any sense. And here's the thing. It wasn't even like it was like, uh, paparazzi saying like selena who's your friend like it was a rolling stone cover story like she definitely had time to look at all of her comments so this right. is the bump in their friendship that began after gomez's rolling stone cover story uh when it went live on november 3rd one day before the singer actress's mental health documentary my minded me premiered on apple tv in the profile she opened up about feeling like she never fit in with the cool group of girls that were celebrities quote my only friend of the industry it really is taylor so i remember feeling like i didn't belong Raisa then reportedly replied on an instagram post resharing gomez's quote about taylor which just interesting she wrote in a single del- since deleted comment the thing is that taylor swift says the exact same thing she's always like oh i'm alone in the industry Mm-hmm. I don't like know. After it's her like big Grammy one. What well, it's like? What do you want from people? Do you like? You guys are superstars. Like Selena Gomez, nobody's gonna know exactly what you're going through. Taylor Swift, nobody's gonna know exactly what you're going through. But that doesn't mean you can't have friends in the industry. Like right, and like I, I get it. Like someone like you or I will never understand that. We will right. unfortunately never be that rich and famous. Right. But like, yeah, it's kind of a slap in the face. I think it is a little bit like, oh, Taylor Swift was basically like, nobody's won a million Grammys like me, so nobody understands what I'm going through. And it's like, oh, you can't talk to your mom who's been with you doing this from All the her beginning. Mom. Selena's mom was so sweet. Like, she's so yeah, young she and like, she was very sweet the whole time. Like, well, and okay, Selena Gomez, like, you have just showed off this immense friendship with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Over the past, like every red carpet, you're like, we're really good friends. What do you think they think about you saying Taylor Swift's my only friend in the entertainment What industry? was she at? Know. Like, what was the context of her saying that? It was in her Rolling Stone interview. But like, what was the question they posed to her? Oh, I have no idea. That's fine. She- I was just curious how they, like why she would have answered it like that she but. was talking about how she doesn't fit in with a the cool group of girls i think like a cool group of girls she was saying she doesn't fit in with like that group taylor's my only f- real friend in the, in the industry i think is what she was trying to say okay i mean but it's just like you know taylor saying that and then her showing in the 1989 world tour like Do you think every she meant like of the cool girls like that's her only good friend or something like maybe but then uh, why not further clarify like it's the clapback comment for me that i'm really like that's shady well, sorry she i couldn't just name everyone like, oh shit sorry that was a weird way to word it like don't respond i think all celebrities need to just not respond you know that person put interesting and then deleted the comment just don't respond because she just made it worse with that oh yeah and also here's my issue with selena 
I, you know, I really do like her and I, this actually made me go back and listen to some of her music and it is good. And like those shots of her, like performing and singing and stuff, like she's very talented, but she's like, Instagram is awful for my mental health. I'm not on social media. I'm not on TikTok. And then it's like, she immediately claps back at this like TikToker or like this girl. It's like, you're on social media. Right. And then, yeah. of course, I don't even want to get into the whole Africa thing where she, like, oh, that was says weird. that it changed her. But then the charity literally, like, went under. Like, right. Like, they were good. not a legitimate organization. I think we maybe could have deleted that from the from the whole thing. Well, especially after they knew the organization went under. Right. Like, like just that was... be like, oh, we're going to cut this. And I guess, t- to me, like, the ending, it's like she's getting this big stage for her like mental health advocacy. But like, what does that, what does that do? You know, what does that mean? You know, like like her with the president. Right. And like the surgeon general, it's like very cool. Um, But she can't deny that. Like she is like immensely privileged. She was literally on Barney when she was like two years old. I just like, I think that we're just i don't know though like chi- being like a child star is like not good right right like it. oh my um, gosh did how about that scene uh where she meets up with her friend from high school her like neighbor from high school and they have like kids running all around the house and like yeah. that woman is like totally like cracked out or something oh, yeah. like she's like and the little girl is like the mom goes, "That's the one you saw on TV." And the yeah, little girl I went is to like, high yeah. school with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of child actresses that are have interesting futures, I think Lindsay Lohan is doing incredible. The movie is officially out today. It's out today. Yeah. I think I've decided that I'm just going to have it on in the background, and just because I want her to get the streams. You know, like I will stream. Oh, you're it. just going to play it all the time. Yeah, why not? Like, I'll just like even I'll just turn down the volume or whatever. Like, she there's deserves this so, to be a hit. There's been so much promo for it. I feel like, like she's going to be on up. Drew Barrymore, Jimmy Kimmel. She's like doing the whole thing this week. Now, I have a criticism. Okay, let's hear it. It's time to leave the past in the past. Like every single interview, she talks about the Parent Trap. She talks about Mean Girls. She talks like. I get that, like, those were important to her, but, like, that was was 25 years ago. ago. Like, like, even the fact that she recorded Jingle Bell Rock and was like, oh, this is funny because of Mean Girls. Like, you don't see Rachel McAdams talking about Mean Girls. So, what is Rachel? I'm just going to look her up. You don't see Amanda Seyfried talking about Mean Girls. Like, the only people talking about Mean Girls are that Aaron Samuels guy and Lindsay Lohan. Like... Those are the only, and those are the people whose career star stalled after that. Like Lindsay, you need to understand that you're famous because of that, but move on from that. You know yeah. what I mean? I also I made a revelation last night. Oh my! Because gosh. I started the From Scratch limited series on Netflix. Oh, I want to watch that. I think Netflix is the new Hallmark. Netflix is literally Hallmark. Yeah, I mean they're definitely trying to like create their own version of they they have hallmark movies yep that from scratch thing is hallmark this Lindsay lohan thing is hallmark like is it good i don't think it was very good but you might like it i don't know i'll 
be like, this is my favorite show of the year. <laughs> it's like a little, it's so, like the script is just so bad. Yeah. Dad, I don't want to be a lawyer. I want to be an artist in Italy. And I met my soulmate and he's a cook and it's fine. And we're going to. Oh, that is such a, that is such a Hallmark storyline. <laughs> oh, dear God. That's and hilarious. I'm going to find my, pa- I want to make life passion. Like I want to be it's just like oh I'm, my I don't Jesus. want to be stuck in this dead end job anymore. Like I want to. I don't want to be a big time like... lawyer in New York. Like I want to live in Florence, Italy. Yeah, whatever. So I mean, same honestly. I think this Lindsay Lohan film is going to be like very bad, but I'm glad that she's getting her paycheck. It's going to be so cringy, but when you like, we're going to approach it like it's going to be a sappy movie, and it's going to be great. Um, you know what I'm so excited for that comes out next week is Disenchanted with Amy Adams, Patrick oh, Dempsey, James Marsden, Maya Rudolph is in it, Idina oh, Menzel. Like, is it going to be on Disney Plus? Uh huh. Like, yeah. see, yeah, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, I'm I kind of want to rewatch the first one. I did recently. So good. Cried a little bit. It's fine. Yep. How do you know he loves you? Now, can Amy Adams win an Oscar for Disenchanted? Hopefully. Let's let's get Disney Plus their first Oscar. Oh, 100%. I think it could. Yeah, why not? Um, okay. Shifting gears a little bit to another topic that I wanted to talk about today. Johnny Depp's 42nd cameo in Rihanna's fashion show eclipsed the event. Halfway into Savage Fenty Show Volume 4, which just came out, the latest streamable fashion show promoting Rihanna's lingerie line, the camera lingers on a shadowy figure leaning against a tree. As it nears the figure, who is surrounded by men dancing in sync to Outcast, so fresh, so clean, the mysterious person is revealed to be Johnny Depp, sporting a dark robe and other garments from the Savage Fenty menswear collection. Depp saunters away from the tree in the direction of another. At one point on his short journey, he moves in slow motion. His blank gaze remains trained on the camera, aside from the brief moments in which it shifts to the coordinated dancers he passes uh, up towards the tree he approaches and lightly hugs. The whole thing takes about 40 seconds in a special lasting as many minutes. Oh, it's 40 minutes long. But Depp's very inclusive. Uh, very inclusion in volume four set off days of outrage in the lead up to its Wednesday premiere on white prime video. The 59 year old actor has been polarizing uh, these days, the ire towards him stemming from his ex-wife Amber Heard's allegations that he abused her throughout their course of a relationship, which ended in 2016. So how do we feel? I I don't know. Do you just not care? Honestly, no, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think I care. Why? Why is he just let off scot-free? You know? Yeah. I saw an article that literal Kesha is going back to the courtroom with Dr. Luke. Like this never ends for women. And for men, it's literally just like another thing that they did. Like, I get that he wasn't convicted of, like, um, or, like, she was convicted of defaming him. I get that. But he wasn't, you know, clean in that relationship either. There was definitely some abuse going back and forth between him and Amber. And I just think that Rihanna including him is, like, so unnecessary. For, what, 40 seconds? She's basically just saying, like, oh, I believe Johnny Depp, you know? And just, like, I feel like given her history with, like, Agreed. 
Exactly. That's not like the message we want to be sending. Well, and like, right. Even, you know, even if he was like, he definitely did something to her. Like he definitely wasn't the best partner. She should be trying to show. They were both equally. I'm not placing more blame on either of them. Like I think they were both abusive towards each other. Right. Wouldn't that at least like strike a chord for her? I don't know. It's just like Rihanna is so. Um, I think she's trying to find her footing in 2022, Rihanna. Like, I don't know. She has these songs in Black Panther, which are going to be good. And, like, of course, Savage Fenty is, like, very successful. But, like, what is she going to leave, like, as an like an impact, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a little, like, all over the place right now, I feel like. Even though we all know that she was a victim of domestic abuse, like, we don't – she's never really, like, stood up for others, you know? And, like, I guess domestic abuse – victims don't have to stand up for other people but like when you have a platform that big you kind of have you have a responsibility to do something in my opinion yeah i think so too and she's just inviting an abuser and And it's so fresh in people's minds like it wasn't like oh johnny depp five years ago did this thing like Like, it was earlier this year right like it was over the summer like interesting um i didn't i don't know if this is like anything confirmed but i did send it to you that I think they're done doing the Fantastic Beasts movie. And that's this was part of the so. Johnny Depp situation because he was in the first two as Grindelwald. So now they replaced him, but I don't think they're going to bring him back. So um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, they're, they're thinking about doing a three-story experience, um, which brings scenes from Harry Potter to life, including the Whomping Willow, the Triwizard Maze, and the Forbidden Forest. Um, this is like they're trying to do like parks. I think. Oh yeah, like there's more parks. There's like a forbidden forest, like outside of DC. I think. And there's one in New York, I think too. Yeah, there's, um, the Harry Potter experiences, which are stationed in New York City. There might be one in DC too. Yeah, I think they're trying to do like more interactive things. Harry Potter magic at play. There's one in Chicago. It opens on Friday. Um, So, you know, I'm guessing the Warner Brothers people are still trying to milk um, Harry Potter, but, like, not doing it through Fantastic Beasts anymore. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I think we need to stop giving this woman any money. The other issue with Fantastic Beasts is that guy, Ezra Klein, is in it, too, and he's a psychopath, too. That guy from Perks of Being a Wallflower. So uh, continuing a line of awful men, the SNL staff writers are boycotting this week's SNL because Dave Chappelle is hosting. Um, There's unrest at 30 Rock, page six hears, of course, page six hears it, over the decision to sign up Dave Chappelle to host Saturday Night Live this weekend. We're told that some staff writers are so furious that the comedy superstar who has made transphobic and homophobic jokes has been chosen to helm the iconic show that they're sitting out this episode. They're not going to do the show, but none of the actors are boycotting. Chappelle's rep told us that there uh, was nothing to suggest that the boycott. um, There was nothing to suggest that there was a boycott when they attended the writers meeting this week. SNL revealed last week that the Chappelle show star would host the show with musical guest black star on November 12th. It's said to be his third time as host. Um, I I think I was surprised to see that he was hosting agreed 
I think this is a nail in the coffin for SNL for me this season. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, I first I can't of all, believe none of the actors are like this. This cast are well. Here's the thing: they got rid of all the actors with any like gumption. You know, like Kate's gone. Like all of who's gonna stand up to them? Like Chloe Fineman. Like she's not big yeah. enough yet to like do anything. You know. Mm-hmm. None of them are except for Keenan, and Keenan is literally Lauren Michaels' like personal. Yeah, yeah, literally, like he'll do anything for him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super happy. I mean, I haven't really been. I did watch a few clips from Amy Schumer's episode. Was it good? It was okay. She's. I mean, she's funny. Um, I think is she relaunching Inside Amy Schumer? Is that what she's doing? I keep seeing like clips of it everywhere. Oh, I think I she's going to do Inside Amy Schumer again. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, I'm not, I don't think this is, you're right. It's like a really, this is a step in a bad direction. Well, it's like they rebranded kind of like the social sites, but then it feels like they're like going backwards in terms of content. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to go forward and rebrand, like do something different don't have like Dave Chappelle on, like it's just strange so i think last season was big for snl they had kim and they had like all these big people and people were actually excited about it and this year it's just like oh god snl's happening again well they're just like their biggest times are elections so like they're just holding out until we have another election cycle but we had a midterm right they could have done something for this one yeah. There was a lot of good. I mean, they could have done some Dr. Oz content and SNL, oh, you they, know what I mean? I'm surprised like, they didn't. And Fetterman, like, that would be hilarious. I'm wondering if this week then they will do some. I don't know because right. everybody's been talking about it. And my gosh, just like that, I have our last article, which is about the midterm elections. Two days oh. on, this is where the races stand. The ultimate outcome of the U.S. midterms remains unclear nearly two days after the polls closed, with control of Congress still hanging in the balance. Control of the Senate now hangs on the outcomes of three states, Arizona, Nevada, and Georgia, where a runoff election will happen. Oh, it's on 6 December. I thought it was on 6 January. I think the that runoff? Be... Yeah. Is it on December 6? That's a lot better. Meanwhile, Republicans are inching closer to a 218-seat majority in the House of Representatives. President Joe Biden has hailed the results as a good day for America. Electoral officials have repeated rep- repeatedly described the delays announcing the final results as a normal expected part of the U.S. elections due to thin margins between candidates, possible recounts, and potentially contested elections. Additionally, rules differ by states for mail-in ballots. So the House of Representatives is leaning towards Republicans, according to projections. They have so far secured 211 seats compared to the 193 for Democrats. A total of 218 seats is needed uh, for majority. The Senate, control of the Senate, remains a toss-up with the Democrats having secured 48 seats and the Republicans 49. Four races, Alaska, Arizona, Nevada, and Georgia, have yet to be called. Alaska um, will be a Republican. It's just between incumbent Senator Lisa Murkowski and challenger Kelly Tshibaka in Georgia. The closely watched Senate race between incumbent Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. There's going to be a runoff in December. Um, Arizona. I'm pretty sure we're good in Arizona. They have uncounted ballots in Maricopa County, which is Maricopa County. It's always, always has fucking Mar- Maricopa County can never. Is get that a where like where what's the 
capital of Arizona. Is that where it is? Like, what's the deal in Maricopa County? Is that where Phoenix is? Oh, maybe. Um, in addition, between the hotly contested Senate race, there's also a high-profile matchup for governor um, between that with that lady, Carrie Lake, who's like a psychopath. And then votes are being t- still tabulated in Nevada. Um, but U.S. President Joe Biden said the election was a good day for U.S. democracy and expected red wave of resounding Republican victories failed to materialize despite high inflation and relatively low approval ratings for the Biden administration. Um, it's like, that's great. There isn't this red wave, but like, we're still not in the clear. Yeah. I really think we should have won that Wisconsin Senate race. That would have been better for us. Um, because even I think Republicans are going to win air or what is it? Nevada or something. So they're definitely going to have 50 in the Senate. So it's, we're kind of screwed in that. Even if it's 50 50 again, mm-hmm. that's like the best we can hope for. That's the best it's going to be. And then in the House, it'll just be Republican, but then they won't be able to get anything passed because they won't be able to pass it in the Senate. So, yeah. Oh, um, hold on. Let me pause for a second. So, what do you think overall? What were your thoughts on the election night? It was a great day in Pennsylvania, that's for sure. Yeah, it was close. I was not watching it on TV or anything, um, which I normally do, but um, it was real close. Like, they still Mm -hmm. didn't know. Um, But I actually didn't think they were going to know anything on Tuesday night, and they knew it. For, like, overall? Yeah, because like so many mail-in ballots and they have that law in Pennsylvania that Republicans put in place where they can't start counting them until election day. So I just assumed it was going to be a few days after, but they knew it. I don't think it was... I don't think think they were all counted yet, but they were still able to call it. Exactly, which is good because that means it wasn't like razor thin like it is for Lauren Boebert. It's still disgusting how close it was. Well, what do we... I. I completely agree. What has to happen for it not to be a... What happened? No, I'm going to look right... I want to see how many votes that Dr. Oz got. What what has to happen for the Senate to not be 50-50? Like, I saw... Did you see that tweet that's like, um, I'm from Canada and this is what it looks like to me. 49.9% is like free puppies and 50% is like yeah. diarrhea until you die. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, I really, it really is that cut and dry for me. Like, I don't get it. I think overall what the issue is, is that liberal folks live in cities and conservative people don't. And like, that's where we have issues with the house because like in my county or in my representative and your representative, they're just going to be Republican. Like there's nobody who's really going to challenge that. Like we can be happy about the Pittsburgh summer Lee person and like so happy for her. And it's like, that's how it's always been. But she's outnumbered in the house, you know, 50 or, you know, 14 to one Republican to Democrat in Pennsylvania, just because nobody lives in fucking bumfuck nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, I and like the Senate should be easier for us because we have so many people in the cities like that should be able to pull things. But Georgia is like Dr. Oz got 2.4 million votes, like 2.4 million people, a lot of people wanted him him. like Fetterman got 2.6. It's like, 
I mean, the thing, thankfully, did you see all those projections that said that Fetterman did much better than Biden did actually in Pennsylvania? So that's like a good indicator for us moving forward and Mm -hmm. like thinking that Pennsylvania can be more blue and like, thank God about blue as blue as you can get right now, which thank God for the governor. Like, I just think like the people Republic, I'm. I'm going to – the only people that I know in my life that are Republicans are literally my blood family. Like yeah. that's <laughs> like, And I think I actually will need to sit down and like have a conversation with people before 2024 because it. I get all those TikToks that were like, haha, we're like canceling out grandma's vote. Like that's funny, but like it's not. Like mm-hmm. what – why are you voting Republican? Like yeah. why? In these past two years, Biden literally passed this huge infrastructure plan that's going to help people get to work. It's going to help roads, bridges, everything that everybody uses. And we've also kind of like steered ourselves out of the pandemic. Republicans think something like that is going to be like giving assistance to people who don't deserve it. Like that's what they see that as. But it's like, what makes you so fucking high and mighty? Like, you know, no like no government handouts, blah blah blah. People that's like, well, that's the whole like, point of a government. People are lazy. Like, why can't we? Why can't we give to people who have less than us? Ms. Christians, you know, Christian because, values. Because these Republicans think that these people are choosing not to work and that they're just reaping the benefits of the government. And I'm not. There are people like that. I'm not saying there aren't, but there are people who legitimately. That's always, that is always my argument, like, about, like, the welfare system. It's like, yes, there are people who abuse the welfare system. And it's like, that's what Republicans think everybody is. But it's like, that system was put in place for a reason. And there are people who really need Like, those programs are pretty strict to, like, be conning your way out of things. Like, if people, here's the thing, like, minimum wage in Pennsylvania is literally $7. Like yeah. you could literally work forty hours a week at Dunkin' Donuts and make five hundred dollars. Like they, it's not that they're not working. It's literally just that they like it's hard to live, and like that's the whole point of government assistance. And right. if those people maybe had like access to abortion services, maybe their families wouldn't be so big. Or like sex ed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I just, and it's also like where are your Christian values? You know, like all Republicans are very Christian. Like you're supposed to want to lift up people who have less than you. So why not do it? Yeah. I don't know where those values have gone. My dad's issue is he doesn't trust the government. And it's like, well, I have some news for you. Like it's what we have to deal with. Like there's no, what do you want to do? Like, and also I work for the government, you know, like, it's not these evil people trying to steal your tax dollars. Like it's literally (laughs) just a big system. Now where I agree with less taxes would be, I would love for less taxes to go towards or uh, away from the army, but tell a Republican that, and they'll literally shoot your face off. You know what I mean? Veterans day. The amount of money that goes to the military, I could die. But that's the Republicans. Like that's literally what Republicans want is guns and bombs they would rather have an f-57 plane shoot down a bunch of kids in the middle east rather than pay for people to have literal food stamps in the u.s right but then they're also like why aren't we taking care of our people here why are we taking care of people kids in africa 
Like, well, you know, uh, it, it, it well, makes no sense. Well, now they're mad that we're supporting Ukraine. Like, why are we sending money to Ukraine? Oh, it's no, like, they, people like that we supported Ukraine because they're white. No, at the, at the beginning they did. Now people oh. are mad that we're spending all, all that money like, over Oh, there. pray for Ukraine. It's like, yeah, you guys like them because they're they look like you. No, now Republicans are like, we shouldn't be giving them all that money, even though Ukraine is literally winning this huge war against Russia because we're doing all these things. It's yeah. just, I really, yeah, I'm going to have to have some tough conversations with people because I'm getting mad. Have, like my, if you, if maybe we need to create a curriculum together. I feel like there might be one already. Maybe we can try and find it. Maybe like how like to talk to your Republican. Because I get I get physically angry when my mom's like, oh, we're going to mail out ballots. It's like, you literally oh, voted for Dr. Oz. voted on Tuesday. I'm like, I don't even want to know. Well, and that's the thing. Like, why is it so like, I hard to talk to, to talk about it, too? It's just always such a, I don't know. I, it's I'm I feel like I'm always talking in circles about things agreed and I also like I feel like I I don't even bring up the argument of oh like my rights like as a woman are right. going away because like my mom probably wouldn't want you to get abortion. an abortion yeah yeah she'd be like oh I'll adopt your baby but it's more than that it what people do not understand is it's literally like your health care decisions like if you were in danger like yeah. And you don't live in Pennsylvania, like something bad would happen. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh my God. It's so infuriating that it's even 50 50. And then, you know, in four years, people are going to be like, oh, Biden, or in two years, whatever, Biden didn't do anything. It's like he had a 50 50 Senate and no control of the House. Like, what do you want him to do? He, right. I feel like well, he actually because, did a lot in the past just two years. Because these people don't understand, they are not educated. Right. They right. don't understand how the government works. It's like he can't – he's – I'm not saying – he's not the best president. He's not my favorite, but he's, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. And there's not much he can do. The When you see those – I almost posted like those demographic breakdowns because it really is daunting. Like white people vote conservative and every other people of color vote Democrat. Like where yeah. – like what do we not understand about that, number one? Number two – non-educated white people vote conservative it's like what do we not get that republicans represent uneducated white people like who do not and care about believe, other people and they just like i don't understand where people get their information oh fa like it's literally fake it's just i don't even know if it's on facebook it's literally mommy ma told me that biden is i saw something People were mad on Twitter the other day. They were like, the CDC director took two weeks off because she had COVID. It's like, where did you even get? Like, no, she didn't. Right. <laughs> like, I told you that. I don't know. It was all over Twitter. I'm like, what is the, where did, like, that's just fake. That's literally just not true. Like, oh, like, she worked from home. Like, oh, were you on her computer? Like, how did you, how did you know? Are you in her teams? Did you see, did it say offline? <laughs> Active, or? yeah, online. Oh, my God. Anyway, thank God Dr. Oz will not be in the Senate. But if Herschel Walker makes it, I pray to, for the poor people in Georgia. Jesus Christ. Georgia has such a good chance to be blue. I think they're tired, though. My friend Nancy, who I lit, worked in Boston with, she's in Atlanta now, and she's like, people are just tired because in 2020 they had a runoff election. Now they're doing this runoff election. It's just like, we got to go out to the polls And then again. there's going to be another one in two years. 
and we got to beat these dumb racist white people again, like who are against abortion, but Herschel Walker has had abortions. So it's like, what, what in the world? Why are you voting for him? Oh, really? Like people he's been with. He's He's picked. So yeah, we've, I think we've talked about this. His son, Christian Walker, like outed him for having all these like abortions with other women and abandoning him like as a father. Yeah. Um, and poor Stacey Abrams, man, oh. she did try. She, she, we need to get her in. So she needs to move to a different state. I said that there should be an island, Hillary Clinton Island, and all women who are like wronged in politics are allowed on the island, and it's all expenses paid, and it's like this beautiful it's like a island getaway. Like, yeah. yeah. Right now, it's just Hillary and Stacey, but I'm sure we could think of other people. If Gretchen Whitmer. Like Gretchen, you almost died. Katie, like Katie McGinty. Katie McGinty, if she even exists, we're not really sure if she even exists. I don't think she was a real person. You know what does suck though is like if the Democrats running in Pennsylvania were women, they would have lost. That's very true. So good thing they were white men. Yeah, I think those like people. There was that picture of. Um, Fetterman and Kathy Hochul. Kathy Hochul, yeah. <laughs> it's so He's funny. so big and she's so He's small. So, hey, no bite. Sorry. <laughs> hey, no <laughs> bite. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt. Oh, and then he looks at you with those puppy dog eyes. Mm-hmm. All right, Ayi, close us out. All right, Merlin, close us out. Woof, woof. Close us out. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and bearing with all the interruptions. Um, make sure you follow us on our social media at that's worse pod on Instagram and TikTok, and also that's worse underscore on Twitter. Give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're Kev, I, and Merlin, and that was literally the worst. Bye. Bye.